Blog Talk Radio. Second Thessalonians are the first written letters of the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul wrote First and Second Thessalonians to the church at Thessalonica. These believers came under great persecution, and it was through the through the ministry of the Apostle Paul that they were grounded in doctrine. And so we believe that the book of First Thessalonians were, was written by Paul around A.D. 50 or 51. And so because this church was faithful, these believers faced incredible persecution. Even under their incredible persecution, the church at Thessalonica had faithfully spread the gospel. It is in this letter that we come to understand uh, Pauline Christology. And we see his understanding of the person of Jesus by the introduction that he gives us to this letter in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1. He tells us who Jesus is. Paul gives us or summarizes for us the stamp of his experience in verse 1, and that is grace. Grace, verse 1, grace unto you and peace out from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ, the historical Jesus, the Savior, the Anointed One, Colossians 1.1, he is kurios, he is Lord. And this word was appropriated uh, by by Claudius or the, the cult of emperor worship. The church adopted this term. And so, just like uh, there are other words that the church adopted from, uh, from the Romans, but this is, this is a marvelous introduction to Paul's thinking. We, we encounter his thinking, his genuine thinking with regard to the person of Jesus. I want to read to you from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 because there had been some confusion or misunderstanding in this church about the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Paul wrote 2 Thessalonians in order to remove 
any problematic issues with regard to different eschatological events that would come upon the church. And so he wanted them to have a complete or full understanding as to the truth of who Jesus is, the truth of the falling away or the great apostasy, and then the coming of the man of sin. So the C.S. Lewis wrote a book entitled The Abolition of Man. It is a very important book, and it will be well worth your time to read uh, this very poignant and very powerful book by C.S. Lewis, The Abolition of Man. And it will be important to understand the Nietzschean Superman, that is, the, the overman or the superman, of Friedrich Nietzsche. If you would read uh, about the Superman, you would understand something about National Socialism and the rise of National Socialism and what it is that they sought to create. And Nietzsche, in fact, was a great inspiration to the founders of National Socialism. So we have The Abolition of Man by C.S. Lewis, and we have Friedrich Nietzsche and the Superman. And the Bible talks about the rise of a, a Superman who is a, who is a counterfeit Christ. Whatever Christ is, he is the exact opposite of Christ. The last book of the Bible is the Apocalypse or the, the, the Revelation of Jesus Christ. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, Paul talks about the, uh, the revelation of the Superman. The Superman is the Antichrist. Now, First John will talk about many antichrists, and, and he talks about the spirit of the antichrist that exists, existed then in the first century. So in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, Paul writes these words. Verse 2, quote, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by words, nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Lo, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed. The word, this is the same word that's used in the book of Revelation, for the, uh, the, uh, the unveiling or the revelation of Jesus Christ. He will be revealed. And notice that everything that Jesus is, he is the counter of the person of Jesus. He is the exact opposite. That man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Now, in the Greek, it reads, he is the 
Dehuias Tis Apuleus. Dehuias. He is the son of destruction, of ruin. Jesus is the son of man. He is ideal. He is God's ideal man. He has come. Uh, he came to seek and save that which was lost. The Greek word is apoleus. That is, that which was ruined or destroyed. Here in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, the son of the apoleus, he is the son of destruction. The son of perdition is the son of destruction. Now notice, there will be a great falling away first. This is the great apostasy. It literally means a standing away from the person of Jesus. It doesn't mean that people will stop going to a physical building called the church. That's not what it means. They will not stop going to a physical being or location called the church or a church. They will keep going and they will have their religious rituals, but these rituals will be devoid of a real understanding of the person of Jesus. So there will be a standing away or a standing off from the person of Jesus in their hearts. They will place themselves away or out from Jesus. Now, so this Superman will come and the world will receive him. The world will love him. Jesus said that they hated me without a cause. Why? Because I testify of it that his works are sinful, that his works are evil. On the other hand, the Superman will come upon the scene or the Antichrist and he will come with great power and great authority. And his power will be irresistible to those who are not saved. And he will be received. Jesus said that if you were out from the world as a source, the world would love its own. The world would love its own. But because you are not out of the world as a source, the world world will not love you. And so Jesus also said in the Gospel of John, you will will be in tight places. But he said, but I have overcome the world. You will be in tight places. In the world, you will be in tight places. And so this one will come upon the scene before Jesus comes. He is the Antichrist. He is the man of sin. He is the son of perdition. And he, notice verse uh, 4, he will oppose and exalt himself above all that is called God. He will be characterized by pathological arrogance. Don't we read this in the book of Ezekiel about about Lucifer, son of the morning, and we read 
in the scripture that iniquity was found in his heart, he said that he would exalt his throne above the throne of God. And God found sin in his heart that had arisen over his beauty. So he will oppose and exalt himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things, and now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. It is due to the restraining power of the Holy Spirit that these events and the coming of the Antichrist will happen at God's strategic epochal time and not before it. Believers need to understand this. This individual uh, stands in opposition to Christ. He is not a replacement of Christ. Please read Daniel 7, 7. Please read Daniel 7, 8. And please read Daniel 21 and Matthew 24, 15. Please read Revelation 13, 1 through 18. This person will be empowered by Satan and is the instrument of Satan's thematic challenge to the things of God. Paul predicts that Christ will continue the man of sin with the spirit of his mouth. Take a look at verse 3 and uh, also verse, and at that time Satan and all of his conspirators will be defeated. You and I, however, look forward to the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who will rapture us out of this cosmos, who will Save us from this cosmos. We look forward to the coming of our Savior. To that end, we cleanse our lives of sin. We are filled with the Spirit. We seek to do the will of God moment by moment. We want God's wisdom and direction to guide our lives and our hearts so that when he comes, we will be spirit-filled, And we will be eagerly awaiting the return of our wonderful Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ. Good evening. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.